Tip. Good afternoon. It is January 2nd, 2023. You're listening to a little column A, little column B, hosted by Will Limonos and co-hosted by Zach Bishop. How are you doing today, buddy? What is going on, Will? A little technical difficulties today. We're going to power through, but what a great week of sports. I went to three low-level college basketball games. Saturday, we had the... I, I, I think easily the best semi-finals uh, for, for college football that we, we've ever had. Even one of those games might be better than any of the other ones that we've had. Uh, I'd have to like go back and look, but awesome Saturday, right into a full slate of Sunday games and leading into us going head-to-head tonight on our picks. That It's, it's really coming down to the final week. I'm surprised. Yeah, I kind of stage it that way. You know, I'm that good. I, I have a I have a way of making all of our competitions interesting. It, it's just for the viewership, though. Like, I'm very concerned at actually losing this now. It, it's amazing how I I don't even know how I kept the lead for this long. I thought there would have been way more lead changes. I know I had a little bit of a jump, but it's such a week to week thing. Like, I, we both had weeks where we were both spectacular and weeks where we were terrible. And and I think this past week was certainly not one of my better weeks weeks of picks. But there was a couple things I did get right. And we're going to discuss some of those. And there's a couple of things I definitely got wrong that I think most people got wrong. I'm not sure whether we should talk about the good stuff or the bad stuff. I, I know you want to start with the good stuff. And that is the New England Patriots are not only alive, but they won and are in somewhat of control of our own destiny right now. I, it also feels good that we beat Miami. It wasn't the Miami team that has been threatening everyone else in the league all throughout the year. But it is the struggling Miami team that has now started that started eight and three and is now eight and eight. That's a five loss just the worst, worst time of the season. I mean, there's never a good point in the season for five five losses in a row, but to end up where they're at right now and for the Patriots to kind of take advantage of all of that, I mean, is it fool's gold? Like, is this, are you happy with all this? Like, because I still feel like this is almost not a reward to the point where we're going to have the same discussion that a lot of these other teams that are kind of crumbling down at the end here, just crawling into the playoffs on what's our future? Like, so sure, we got in. Sure, we have a chance this year. But is where we're actually building towards something, and are we going to be a better team next year? The, the Mac Jones question is—I don't know how you're going to answer that. It, it to me, it's very much like Daniel Jones, where it's like, all right, yeah, this, we're, we're having success. We're going to get in the playoffs. We're going to have a chance at winning it. Isn't that what you want? And you just, in the back of your mind, I wonder: is there a better option out there? And I don't know what the better option is, but for me, it's it's a, it's a bittersweet victory. But I'll let you talk about it. It is a win. We won. All right, defense. Phenomenal. Can we hear a little bit about that? I mean, how, what else can we talk about positively about this team? It's just the defense. Winning uh, way better than losing. Uh, you know, just just to start with that. Uh, it, and I think the the game looked uh, the final score looks a little closer than than it was. They got a uh, kind of a, a garbage time touchdown at the end. They, they did they did cover cover the spread. Uh, already coming in, Teddy Bridgewater was playing. He got hurt, so they're basically the third string backup was in. So good, uh, you know. You have to you have still have to win those games, and we needed to win to keep our, our playoff hopes alive. And they're very much still alive. And I think that we should still be striving to try to make the playoffs. Uh, I think in the NBA, you could do a little more of the oh well, you know, if we lose, you know, you got this like top pick, and it's going to be awesome. But I, th- I think in the NFL, like the the, the differences, I, maybe I'm just not as plugged in as I am with the NBA. But I think we should we should be trying to win. We should be trying to make the playoffs, and and going from there. Do you stand strong on it was a good idea to make the push like we did last year, get into the playoffs and then get destroyed by Buffalo? Was that a good idea? I mean, the results of that, as as much as I have confidence in our defense and as much as I just kind of applauded them for the past week's success. I mean, we can't even have a kicker make us a kick for the life of God. Like it is. Everything that's gone against this defense all year, it's amazing that they even have eight wins. So I'm giving them credit with all that. But the only thing I can remember about this defense is it's very similar to the defense that didn't force Buffalo to punt once an entire game. A perfect offensive game was scored against them in Buffalo, and it was a year ago. But are we that different of a team? Like I don't want to that, – that, that hangover is still here. It's still with me. You're not worried about that? Well, you always got to be worried about what, what, the, what the Bills are going to do, but they're going to do that to a lot of teams. And if you don't make the playoffs, you for sure lose that game. So why not go and try to try to pull off uh, an upset? Last year, you mentioned the Bills. We also, it was fluky and weird, but we did go and we beat them. So you got to get, 
you got to get to the dance to be able to have the chance. And I think that we, we, we have a chance. And if we can get there, I would pull, I would much rather to get there than to not get there. All right. One more hypothetical about the Patriots. Then we'll, we'll let the, the rest of the fans off the hook for our homerness here. But this is such an off topic hypothetical at this point. If the Patriots were in the NFC, I kind of feel like we could win. We could at least make it to the Super Bowl. Do you do you have any arguments against that? I'm just not as fearful of anyone in the NFC. I feel like we could game plan like we just did this past week against Miami and all these other teams where we're really just not that good. We're just staying in games enough. Our defense is making us plays, and and I think we could continue to do that. There are actual threats in the AFC. I think Cincinnati is a threat. I think Buffalo is an obvious threat, and I think Kansas City is an obvious threat. I don't see those spearheaded threats in the NFC as much, and I just wonder if we're in the other division right now, are we like ecstatic that we're just getting in? I think we'd be we'd be more excited, yeah. Right, is it, that's that's just wild. It, it's uh, especially with the way our division is played out, where you know, I th- at one point it seemed like almost all four of our teams were going to get in. You know, Jets at seven and nine now. There, there a whole story there where the Mike White thing just. I don't know if we still got cracked ribs or what, but that wasn't the performance I thought we were getting out of all that. That that was. There's no way you could tell me that that was that much better than Zach Wilson. Where they ended up with six points against Seattle over here. That's that's not great. It but, was, it was not it was not good. He's still it, hurt, though, right? We got we got to hold on to that. Yeah, you got to come up with some sort of excuse, but yeah, I agree that this was not the upgrade over Zach Wilson that we'd seen earlier in the year. The Mike White magic might have faded away in in a must win game too. It wasn't like uh oh well, we can you know deal with this one and then you know next week's like the real matchup. Like, no, nope, you you need to win this one to have any shot. I'm not sure if it's entirely fair to blame it on on them either. I I do think, but you know what I will say, it is fair to blame it on him because Seattle's defense is awful. Like Seattle's defense is just giving up points to everybody every the, every one of these past weeks. Gino has been steady, but the, the reason that Gino hasn't been winning games, or at least they've struggled of recent, is that defense just gives up way too many points. The fact that Jets only they don't even get a touchdown, they're going to get six points. Yeah, I, I think the red flags are all still there. Mike White doesn't seem like the answer. I think he's the better option than Zach Wilson, but the reality is you just set up set yourself up between two bad options. Uh, but that's not the only magic that faded this past week. The Minnesota Magicians are gone. It's over. The magic is over. You are not a wizard anymore, Harry. All right. The the Green Bay Pack is back. Rodgers is, is, is doing discount double checks all over the place, putting up 41 points and a lousy 17 for Minnesota. Just an abysmal showing from a, a team that I think has been overrated from the start. I, both these teams are overrated from the start. I, I think that just more shows how fake and phony this whole division is and that the Vikings actually are. I, I was a little happy because I got this pick right. I think you stuck strong with Minnesota, though. Are you, are you shocked by all this? I mean, this this was a playoff game coming in, and I said, I don't feel good about this Green Bay team, but it's a it's a playoff game, and I got to choose between Rodgers and Kirk Cousins. This is the result I I, I expected. So I, I mean, should I be shocked? Are you shocked? Well, I kind of forgot when you deal with magic that you sometimes have to deal with uh, magic going head to head, and you had Aaron Rodgers, Lambo, Magic you know, interfering with my normal Vikings magic. Uh, I kind of forgot too, that it was a, uh, it was a four o'clock game. So not a primetime game, but you know, you're a little closer. It's not one o'clock, uh, but a little more seriously, it, it was definitely a little bit fluky. The first two touchdowns that green Bay scores, one's a pick six and one is a, uh, uh, it was a, a punt return or, or is a kick return. It was a special team, special teams return. So all of a sudden you're, you're down 14, nothing. You're playing from behind. And then you got to take more risks where, I mean, how often is there, there pick six and a return in the, in the same game? Not, not, not frequently. I, I think it was just more that the Rogers offense put up some points. They, they looked a little sharp in some moments here. And I just, the Minnesota team didn't show up for what? I don't think they even get on the board for, if it felt like a couple of quarters. So I, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not going to just, I'm not into the magic. I'm out. I'm out on the magic. All right. This isn't shocking to me. It does keep Green Bay alive. It does make for some interesting storylines coming uh, coming into the, this last week here, where some teams are going to be in, some teams are going to be out. Some teams may end up in if the right scenario of games happen for them. So we'll keep an eye on that kind of stuff. Uh, the other game of the week that I, I actually I didn't I didn't get a chance to watch this. So I, I'm gonna be honest with you. I, I really didn't get a chance to see this. So maybe you can. Tell me why all of sports radio has, has chosen to talk about Stidham all week, saying, like, this is the guy, you know, this is kind of the, the Raiders offense we thought we were going to see throughout the year. They do lose in overtime, but the big takeaway is that maybe 
the Raiders and, Mc, and McDaniels have finally found the quarterback that they've been looking, and it's been the guy that he wanted the whole time. They, they lose in overtime, 37-34 to the San Francisco 49ers, who have another Brock Purdy game. Can't complain, man. 37 points. It's, it's just getting the job done. I don't know how it goes or how, how it's gonna, long it's going to last, but that, that's a fun ride to hang on to. Uh, what, what's what's the latest with Jared Stidham? Like, is this just, is this say more about Carr or him? Like, wh- who are you blaming and who's who's needs some credit right now? Uh, Devontae Adams needs the credit. Uh, I think sometimes when you put the, uh, the, the the backup in, they they might not think. Here, here it is. The starter the starter is the starter for a reason. He thinks he goes in, he's the guy. The backup realizes, you know what? I might not all the way be the guy. Who? is the guy out here, which is Devontae Adams. I'm going to throw him the ball. And I don't think Carr was really utilizing him so much. And for sure, the, the defense does certain things to, to get rid of those guys. But I think sometimes you just keep it simple. Throw it to the best receiver. And if that doesn't work, all right, we'll, we'll do something else. But I think just doing that, just he, he, he played pretty well. Uh, I don't think this really changes any of the uh, the Raiders' plans or anything, but it was it was definitely fun. The Raiders jumped out on on the 49ers, where I think both of us coming into this was uh, I think you tried to uh, bait me into taking the Raiders because we were both like, well, 49ers are just gonna roll like this. Come on, and I think that, did we even know at that point that Derek Carr was getting benched? No, or yes, it was announced the day we did the podcast. Oh, so we knew he was getting benched, but did not know that he was getting like sent home which seems super weird. It's like, nope, we're getting rid of this guy. We don't want him to be a distraction. So strong signals that Carr will not be the quarterback uh, the, of the Raiders next year. Yeah, sure. I, that That's not. Am I reading the situation wrong? I feel like you send a guy home because you don't want him to be a distraction. It's like, well, he couldn't hold the clipboard for Stidham like Stidham's been doing for him and help out. I don't think for me this is a Jimmy Garoppolo situation where they told Jimmy to go home and and I'll tell you what I know Brock's having a whole lot of success right now but there was certainly a point in the year it was not long ago where they were like thank God we kept Jimmy Garoppolo and our season's even alive I think that's what I would do with Derek Carr I'm I, we have seen we're Patriot fans we've we've seen Stidham we've we've seen McDaniel's we've <laughs> I maybe maybe Devontae Adams certainly improves. It, the, the ceiling that we've seen already i i just i'm not a believer i i know everyone's like well this niners defense is pretty good and you know maybe maybe you just need more film on Stidham and, and then you'll you'll have it after this week because they showed us a whole lot so maybe it goes a little differently going forward but i i feel like you've almost cornered yourself where sure it didn't work out with Carr, but you're gonna bank on you're gonna bank on Stidham after what two games the last the last two games of the season like that just seems like why did we even play the other fifteen to find out that we don't have car and now we're going to commit to the next guy already? I, I just you don't have any answers and it feels like you're going to have to make a decision very soon because you didn't give yourself enough time to to really buy into Stidham. Like like this, or maybe maybe this is exactly what McDaniel's did. He was like, I'll just line up one really good game for him and he'll be the guy next year. Uh, the rumor was he hasn't truly been in love with the, the idea of coaching Carr for a little bit now, and that Stidham's been his guy since since New England, and that's not surprising and. This is inevitably what he was hoping to happen, and this result probably couldn't make McDaniel's any hot, any uh, happier than than this. I mean, just a, a huge showing against a legit defense, but I'm not buying it. And and I think that a lot of these teams are going to have a lot of this late success. I think that they're going to be they're going to be so upset that they've committed to their entire next season based on these last two games of the year. I, I think that's a huge mistake. Uh, let's see other other mistakes throughout the week here. Well, hold on. I'm just on the uh, on the other side of that. Just want to point out uh, the 49ers. Since they've traded for uh, Christian McCaffrey, nine and zero, and Christian McCaffrey has over a thousand yards. And and you won a, a fantasy sports uh, championship, right? Fantasy football. That's you. Uh, I I have not won yet. I, I'm I got I got sweated out Monday night in two leagues. But but you have but you have Christian McCaffrey and the the fantasy advice of draft Christian McCaffrey. How how could you ever lose? Well, that was that was my advice two years ago, and that didn't work work out like super well but you know he's he's really good well banking on something that's happened in the past seems a little wild in football unless it's tom brady i bet against Back him in the playoffs i bet against him i called him out i didn't think they had it i just thought this team looked like garbage last week and, and the team they were going against carolina looked way better and and i knew was going to be excited to have the opportunity to kick brady out of the playoffs and 
potentially send him into retirement. I think he's for sure coming back. But either way, if you're Carolina, this, this is a fun spoil game. And in some crazy reality, I don't think they were entirely eliminated at all. Like they they were hoping for some stuff to happen. But uh, 24-30, Brady gets the job done. He looks great in a couple plays here. Uh, I don't know if you know Mike this, Evans, Mike Evans is back. Awesome. That's that's new. Have you said that Where, at all this, this guy year? Been all year. Exactly. I mean, is is that what it boils down to? It's just one big receiver. Brady and just suddenly this all works? it up to him. Whew, he looked really good. There, there was a couple of nice passes right in the bread basket on the on the, the deep ball. It's 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 fun when it works. I'll tell you that it it's, it hasn't worked a whole lot. Perhaps this is just Brady having a little bit more time than he normally gets. But or is it just that time of year? Does Brady just suddenly care and it just, just turns it on right now this is a playoff game right like he had to win this game they had to, had win, to this win, game. win this one and they weren't winning early they're down <laughs> i don't know what they're down but the fact that they were down at all just says that this guy can't win a game without drama it like has to be a tom cruise movie by the end like it's just <laughs> it has to be something There's wild be drama too much drama uh i i can't wait for dallas or whoever ends up to come home to tampa here and, and see that playoff first round I, I would not want to face this team, but there's no way you could tell me that this team is good at football. The, they've proven throughout this entire season that they are just mediocre average and they're struggling against teams that are definitely not making the playoffs, which is every team in their division. The other team, in their every team. the other team in their division that I, I don't know what to bet on the saints, man. What, what, what was your takeaway from this past week on the saints success? Is it just spoiling? Is it just, the Minshew stuff, I can't, I can't believe in the mustache power is gone. That was a bad game by him. But the Saints team, like, are, are they good? Like, are they like a player away, or, or, or are they just like a player away from being, you know, awful? Like, I, I have no idea on, on judging the the Saints talent. They put up twenty points on the Eagles. They only ended up with 10, 20 to ten. Minshew is bad. The the whole Philly offense is a struggle, and and the Saints kind of play Powerball on them and just run it. I, the taste and stuff, it, it feels so gimmicky, but, you know, if you had a legit quarterback and you kind of had these options as just, like, not so frequent plays but fluke plays, I, I think there's still a huge threat in them. I, it's it's always weird to me when they win with Taysom and it's such a predictable thing. Madness could continue to happen, but, I mean, what would you do if you're the Saints going forward here? There's so many rumors about Sean Payton potentially coming back, and, and a lot of the stuff I've been hearing is that this team may not be good enough for him to return back to that they he'd have to find somewhere else and they got to trade him somewhere else the easiest thing is he just stays here but do you think there's any reason to stay here or come back to here do you, do you want to come back to a 500 level team with andy dalton as your quarterback that doesn't seem fun i don't know they just beat the... you, you you left there when you with, with drew Brees. i mean old drew Brees, but I, I i can't imagine that's what you're looking for okay but what if what if tampa they win the division and then they win the first round game and then they lose. Like that that could be that could be New Orleans next year. Is that a terrible season? No, not at all. Cuz that could be them. This division is not getting any better. If Brady leaves, I mean, sure, go ahead, pick Carolina. I dare like pick Atlanta. Like pick pick Tampa without Brady. Tell tell me those teams are going are going to be better than the Saints next year and I'm I'm, I'm not that convinced. They're young. They could easily you know, somebody could make a ton of improvement with some youth here, but they're all going to be drafting. They're all going to be trying to rebuild into something next year. Perhaps New Orleans already has a head start and then and, and just plug in Sean Payton. And no, but this isn't a, hey, I'm looking for a shot. I'm willing to do what needs to be done. This is Sean Payton. He's a Super Bowl winning coach. He gets to pick his situation. And I don't think he's going to go with, uh, yeah, let me run it back with the Saints unless there was draft, like a draft situation or something where all of a sudden it's like, ooh. Oh, we got this guy? Okay, yeah, now I want to do this. This seems interesting to me. Would it be unfair if that's where Brady ended up with Sean Payton? Within the division, he leaves Tampa and goes to New Orleans. Why do you think that Sean Payton's going to come back to the Saints? He retired from there. It's like, I'm done. I, I, It's more of an opportunity with a team that he's already attached to without having to make any other arrangements that's in a terrible division that is totally winnable, that... Once the one domino falls of him signing up and then whatever other quarterback they're able to sign up additionally with him, I don't know if he would agree to that without knowing that kind of stuff ahead of time, but then you get the, the domino effect of, of, of all the, the extra free agents that Tampa got the first year that they actually won the Super Bowl. That's like immediately an effect where everybody that's you know out and about in free agency 
It's like, hey, you know what? I hear they're onto something over here. Sean Payton's coming back. Didn't think he'd do that for anything. Didn't think he'd come back to the Saints, but you know, Brady's doing one more year and and who knows? I, I just I think that just starts the momentum when, when you when you kind of have the price tag of those guys attached to it. And it's like, all right, this is a reason to get excited. And maybe in such a weak division that that's just possible. Like that's your that's your easiest route there. Like why why are we why am I gonna go compete with somewhere else? Like why why do that? This seems like an easier option. I guess that, that, that I, I that's my only reason. It. I don't see it. You just want him to come back to the Patriots. That, that's all you want. You want you want to ride that van wagon until <laughs> one more ride. Well, I was focused more on the, the the Sean Payton part of it. Would uh would would you be interested in Derek Carr on the Patriots? No. No, because I think I have no idea what Belichick's looking for. The thing is, Brady's not walking through that door. Like there isn't another guy like him either, though. Like like Brock Purdy isn't isn't walking through there either. You know Herbert's not walking through, and and I don't know. I'm not sure what like what is the ideal quarterback for Belichick's offense? It, it it's Brady, but that guy that guy doesn't exist. So what's the next guest guy? You know, it's like <laughs> what you talk about. He totally exists. Not a guy like him. Actually, actual Tom Brady. Well, maybe we have a flaw then that the only way Belichick's offense, is, whatever offense or whatever coordinator we have or whatever we put out on the field only works with a guy over the age of what, 40, 50 something. I mean, how we, we need to adapt into something else is, is a little bit more of what I'm trying to highlight here. It's just it's not working. Offensively, we've been a disaster. And I hate that we keep pointing the, the finger at Patricia as if it's all that it's. It's more than that. It's that they, they spent a lot of money on this offense, and it's not very good. That they draft a quarterback, and it's not very good. That, that we have multiple running backs that were supposed to be so much better you know, between you know Najee Harris and Stevenson. Like, these, these guys haven't panned out at all. We were, we were like an undisciplined football team that doesn't score points. It's, it's the worst type of offense you can have. And so I'm all, I'm all for years, man. If, if that's the solution and that's, that's the best case we have for winning with Belichick, I guess I'll sign up for it. I mean, who, who's... Who am I to bet against Brady? I bet against him last week, and he made me pay for it. So I, I guess we'll leave it at that. Uh, any other games you want to talk about from this past week here? Uh, I watched a ton of Red Zone, and it wasn't until like the very end of the day that I realized the Falcons and Cardinals played each other. So that was just a, just 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 funny. There no playoff implications. Both are out. And they, just later on, I was like, oh, that that's a game that's happening. They they went on a walk off field goal. The, the Falcons. I think, yeah, I think that's where uh, where it came in. It was just like, wait, this, oh, oh, this game's been going on the whole time. Oh, all right, well, I guess I'm seeing the important part of it. There, There's a game like that on this upcoming week where it's, who's going to blink first? Because somebody has to lose here. And that, that that was a game here. All right, it's 1920. Arizona loses to the Falcons on a, on a last-second field goal. It, it's like, do we make the field goal? Do we miss the field goal? Like, what, what's... What's the best thing for our, our our future right now? It's it's a it's an odd it's an odd position to be in, especially when you have nothing else to play for. Are right, you ready to do some picks then? We'll recap a little bit. I am ready to do the picks. As of right now, I am down just two two points, and tonight we are going head to head. I have the Bills, you have Cincy, so you're either going to extend your lead, or I will be within one going into the the final week here. Drama for sure. You're also forgetting that despite you being down two picks, uh, there is another second place member who's only one pick behind me. And we both may end up losing to that one now. So sure, go ahead. Chase me all you want, but you have someone else to worry about as well. I also think you were tied. Yes, you are. You're you're tied with Nate. So you're not, you're not exactly, <laughs> there's a tough competition here. And this last week is going to be so fluky with some teams not playing for anything. Some teams not needing to play for anything, and some teams just not being very good. So there's, there's all sorts of things to worry about. It's it's totally, totally up for grabs. Uh, let let's get it started with uh, let's see what we got Thursday. No, no Thursday games this week. No this, Thursday. This is the game. final week, so there there are two Saturdays, uh, two Saturday games, and then the rest of the games are on Sunday. One Sunday night football, no Monday night. Oh, there's college. You want to talk? We'll do. All right, we'll do college after this. We'll, we'll, yeah, we'll talk all that. All right, Saturday then. First game on Saturday. It's the Kansas City Chiefs at the Las Vegas Raiders. The Chiefs have struggled this past week. That was a slow start. That these this team needs to like wake up a little bit earlier, or at least get a little jump start going. They they seem to fall asleep at some point during every game, and 
it just puts a panic in me. I, uh, Russell was played fantastic that l- last week. Can I can I give him a little credit? Do you want do you want to give Russell Wilson a little credit? No, no, not at all. All right. Well, what, what are you what are you gonna do? You got uh you know potential Hall of Fame. The guy was supposed to save the the franchise. It comes in, stinks it up for like basically all the year. Then the penultimate game, he plays okay. So, it, it, what, what, what do you what do you want me to say? Oh, good good job. Like you you played closer to the level we all expected. Cool. All right, you just got a participation trophy from Zach. That's that's very rare. He does not hand those out to anybody. All right, it's uh, <laughs> all right. I'm I'm going wild card in this one. I I think the Raiders and Stidham are. are I, I I think Kansas City's been a little vulnerable this past couple of weeks, and I don't know if this how critical of a game is this for Kansas City. Like, what are they playing for? They're thirteen and three. I imagine they're going to want home field, but is anybody capable of catching them? I guess. All right, I guess the if the Bills, Bills are, 12, are and, twelve and three right now, so if they beat us, they could be in the in the Raiders win. They could be tied, and yeah, all right. So I guess they do have a little bit to play for, and they they still, yeah, they'll be they'll be fine. I I I'm I'm rolling with the Stidham experiment though. All right, you want to have an opportunity on beating me this past week? You're gonna have to you're gonna have to lose to this guy that picked the Raiders off the first get go here. I, I think that this team's going to score points and that's going to be a fun game. And the Kansas city's going to be like, Oh wow, cool. We get to like just roll with the offense today. And, and then they're going to be regretting it after Devonte Adams has like three touchdowns. Uh, t- totally could go completely another way. Uh, you go ahead. I think the obvious choice here is to pick the Kansas city chiefs. That's what 89% of other people have already done, but uh, I'll ask you this. Uh, who you got? I am going with the chiefs. I agree with what you're saying that, there don't seem to be as crisp as you would like. I think that there's a lot of, they're having some small problems and the problem is that the playoffs start and those small problems turn into really big problems in a hurry. I mean, that's why the Patriots had so much success was just avoiding the small problems and the other teams having those, you know, quote, small problems. Uh, but yeah, give me Mahomes over Statham. Yeah. All right. Nothing there. Uh, Tennessee Titans at the Jacksonville Jaguars. Tennessee is, <laughs> I, I don't know how many games they've lost in a row or how many games they've looked bad in a row. I I just every time I have confidence in Jacksonville, I feel like I look silly the next week for either being wrong for picking them or being wrong for picking against them. I think I think King Henry is still the best player in this game. I don't know if anyone's going to argue that, and he's been the best player in the last couple of weeks, and it still hasn't been enough. But I'm going to roll with King Henry on the road here. It's it just seems like I I can't trust uh, Trevor Lawrence. I, I've kind of been a little critical of him all year and. I, I just think Tennessee has a little bit more experience, and this is a playoff game where it, it may not be Kirk Cousins versus Aaron Rodgers, but it is a lot more experience versus not so much experience. So I'll go with Tennessee. I, I just think it's a, a, a better playoff game uh, opportunity for them. All right, who you got? I think that Tennessee set a bunch of guys this week because they knew that this was going to be their their playoff game and they had to win this one to, to get in. But I'm going with the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, somehow they put up. 30 plus points and Trevor Lawrence only got me four fantasy points. Uh, that was not ideal, but I, I think that he's, he's been playing pretty well and going up against uh, an unproven guy. Uh, they're putting in the, uh, in, in the backup uh, blanking on his name right now, but I am going with, uh, with Trevor Lawrence and the Jaguars. Oh, that'd be exciting. I mean, I think it would be more exciting to watch Jacksonville play. I just, I've seen Jacksonville look bad and I think if both these teams play bad, Dobbs, I, Joshua Dobbs is going to start. For, for the for the Titans. Oh yeah, it's it's not gonna matter. It's it's gonna be a guy X is gonna hand the ball to Henry. He he may throw it yeah. once. All right. <laughs> uh, next game: Baltimore Ravens at the Cincinnati Bengals. The the Ravens are I mean, sure Lamar can come back. That's fine. The I, wheels are falling off. Everything is gone. The Steelers. Everything's gone wrong. I don't think it's as embarrassing to lose to the Steelers at I, home. I I think that's just such a rivalry game, and I, and I'm going to talk a little bit more about the Steelers later. When when there's just certain teams they don't they're not going to lose the teams in their division. The Steelers are going to show up every game. Tomlin refuses to go under 500. I don't think he's ever it's ever happened before. It's not going to happen this year. I, I'm taking Cincinnati I, unless for whatever reason Cincinnati has nothing to play for, which they're 11 and four, and the Ravens are 10 and six. So I. I I don't know. I, 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 I'll take Cincinnati. I'm not, I can't pick the Ravens. I don't care if Lamar comes back. I don't think that plugs all the holes of all of the flaws of this team. There's so many flaws. I'll take Cincinnati confidently. Who you got? Uh, I'm also going with the Bengals, regardless of what happens tonight, is 
something's not right with Baltimore. Even with uh, even when Lamar was in there and with Lamar out, it just looked ugly. So I will go with uh, with Burrow. They just have the worst kind of momentum, Baltimore. It, it, I don't like the way they play. They're, it's not exciting. It, it seems very predictable, and it's it doesn't seem like they have alternatives either. Where it's like, oh, we'll just play this style instead. It, it, they seem very stuck to doing that. Where I don't, I don't know what else you do, and it, it doesn't look good. Uh, next game, Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the Atlanta Falcons. I mean, this is this is it, right? Tampa, Tampa has to win. This is this is it. This is what they. They've they've worked all season for for this. This is another playoff game. I think it's playoffs from here on. They can't lose another game. Even if they do lose and they still end up getting in, I don't think you want to go into the season, into your next playoff round, your lousy home game that you've somehow earned at eight and nine, and your last and your last game was a loss to Atlanta. No, nah, you don't want to go in like that. I'll take Tampa. This is a must win for just momentum reasons. Don't don't blow this. I, it just seems it just seems too obvious to me. But uh, maybe maybe not for you. Who you got? Surprise, I'm going with the Falcons. No, why? Neither team team has anything to play for, and the Falcons are at home. Can you agree with my momentum idea, though, that it's probably not the best? This team is not good enough to say, yeah, we'll just... No, any other team sits all their stars. Uh, Brady says he wants to play. I think that there might be a little bit of a smokescreen. I think if he does play, he's only playing maybe one series of the first quarter, and then they're sitting all their starters. Or I don't know why they wouldn't. Uh, what if the backup comes in and he's way better than Brady? Doesn't matter. Yeah, you're right, because they're playing Atlanta, right? It, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't just... matter, yeah. All right, next game. This is the real drama here. This is the New England Patriots at the Buffalo Bills. Another rematch, a division rival, a team that has essentially owned us of recent. And yet I feel so frisky, like we have nothing to lose and that we are somehow in this team's head despite them being very good. I th- They've been very good against us. They haven't been very good against everyone else of recent. So I, I, I every time I gain confidence, I mean, like, oh, the Bills are struggling, and then they have an excellent game, and it's always against us. I'm still picking us. I, I, I like our defense. I think our defense is good enough to steal a game. Can we hope for some crazy weather? Because I think that helps us as well. If they, if there's not crazy weather, and that this team puts up more than 14 points in the first half, we lose. That's it. We, we have to keep them under 14 in the first half. And just hope that we can somehow put up whatever else we need to win the game beyond that. I think we can do it, but we, we have to hold them under. The defense has to show up. The defense has to pull off the miracle that they have pulled off the last couple of weeks. And that's going to be really hard against Buffalo. But you, you haven't picked against the Pats all year, though. So who you got? Give me the Pats. I'm not changing now. No, you sure? This, this could be the one, man. This could be the game that you get on me. This is Buffalo at home against an 8-8 uh, Pats team? You don't want to at win. At what cost? At what, at what cost? cost? That's not that's not worth it. At what cost? I hope you picked all the other right teams because there's a scenario where the Patriots can lose, and as as long as like three other teams also lose, they could still get in. I I wonder if you were that much of a Pats fan that you're rooting for the the right teams as well. Beyond this, I I wish I knew them. I've I've heard, I've heard it definitely. Uh, I think it's like the Dolphins have to lose uh to to the Jets. Uh, and there's a weird situation as well that I think it's like the same things happen, but if we were to lose and the Steelers were to win, like the Steelers still can make it to the playoffs, which I think all year I never thought that was possible, but they have a legitimate chance. That something crazy will happen like that. I, I, I hope the crazy thing is that we just beat Buffalo. And the worst part is that that's we, the crazy thing. The worst part about it is if we do beat Buffalo, I think it'll queue up that we will just face Buffalo in the playoffs like almost the following immediately. week, immediately the next week. And I I don't feel good about that. I I almost wish we could lose this one and still play them the next week, but I don't think that's how that works. I don't like the no. idea of beating them, beating them this week and then being like, oh, okay, let's take a week to prepare for all the stuff that you, you finally Where had. Where we showed them everything <laughs> because we had to, and they showed us nothing because it was like, we don't we don't care. And that's that's why I'm picking us. I, I think that's that's one reason for this to go well. There's also this wild scenario. Like, let me just, let me just, all right, calm down. Let's just whisper this a little bit. Like, what if, what if Josh Allen gets hurt in this game and we get to play them again next week? And it's, it's just, I'm just saying this. We, we control our own destiny to some degree. Things here. can happen. And things yeah, can win happen. Win and you're in. Things can happen. Real simple. Win and you're in. I still don't sure. I'm still not sure if I'm. I'm still not sure if this team's gonna benefit from even if we do win. 
signing up to whatever next week turns out. Because if that ends up being anything like it was last week, even if we have a little bit of success, but it is a complete whooping again, I'm not convinced that's entirely beneficial to the team. And it just, just uh, I, I just don't want to lose again. I'm, I'm tired of losing. It's, it's, it's rough. Playoff reps are important. All right, next game. The Minnesota Vikings at the Chicago Bears. I I I watched Fields try everything he had. This is everything he's got, man. Every week he he just he's taking way too many hits. He's already. I, I have no idea how he's going to survive more than a season in the NFL. He may not even survive this one. But I think the Vikings like they have to win this game, right? Like this. I know this this may not matter at all, but this is again I think going into the next week, based on how the last week went. You got to just get everything in a row here. So I'll I'll take Minnesota. I'm not sure if it's going to matter. I'm going with the momentum of. We don't want to lose our last game to the Bears and then play them in the playoffs. I, I think it's bad karma, but uh, maybe maybe you disagree. Who you got? No, the, the Vikings can't get the the, the first round by, but I agree that they they want to get they do want a little momentum going in. And but more on the other side, I don't think the Bears want to win. I think if they win, that could kind of jack up their um, their their playoff odds. So I think there's going to be some strategic organizational tanking uh, and the Vikings will get the W plus well, speaking of strategic tanking that is the entire matchup of the next next game here the Houston Texans at the Indianapolis Colts this is interdivision here this is <laughs> one of us has to lose let's let's see who can lose better because it's actually gonna affect one or the other it's uh Houston for me is a way better team I, I've seen Houston be sneaky in so many games of recent despite only having two wins. The Colts, uh, the best, the best thing I could say is that they were up by they were up by what thirty three nothing to the Minnesota Vikings, and they've been awful ever since. So I, I'll take Houston, and I almost think it'll be strategic for Indy of, of tanking all of this and forcing Houston to accept this victory. But I'm not even sure Indy, even if they don't tank, is good enough to beat win this game like straight up. So I'll take Houston. Who you got? I'm going with the Colts because they're at home. Neither team has anything to play for. Uh, you know, to get in the playoffs or anything like that. But I think Saturday's playing for his job a little bit. And so I think he's going to give just a little bit more of an effort and, you know, they'll, they'll, they'll win. But that, that Foles hit uh, did not look good. So I'm not sure who they're going to run out of quarterback. Uh, nobody. There's, there's no one else left on that bench. The, the, we can't. Mark Sanchez, like who, who else are you going to sign up next? Is that just... uh, All right. Next game, New York Jets at the Miami Dolphins. The Mike White magic did not look so good last week, but I have no idea what's going on in Miami. This is this is the worst way this season could have ended. I, I think going into this year, it felt like all right, this is our next ten years right here. It's it's Tua, it's Waddle, it's Hill. Let's let, let's do it. We got a whole bunch of running backs. You know, our defense is all right. We got we got the the coach that talks smack. You know, he wishes it was colder. Blah blah blah. And you know, now they're eight and eight, and I don't think they're gonna win this week. I don't think Tua is gonna play. I think Tua's history, is, uh, future with this franchise is a little weird because the concussion thing is an obvious one, but the, the results of the last couple of weeks I think are head-scratching where I'm not saying you have to go with another option, but I think if some other options were on the table, you may have to entertain them. That, that's a fascinating Miami one going forward. But for this past this upcoming week, I think Mike White is going to get the job done on the road in Miami. I, I think he's just got too much guts and he just they rushed him back a little too much last week and He's going to power through this one, or at least he'll power through better than whatever quarterback Miami ends up signing off whatever high school team in the next week here. So uh, I'll take I'll take the Jets on the road. Uh, the the Jets on the road in Miami. Who you got? I'm going with Miami. I'm a little confused by this one. the The line is the the Jets are favored by one, and with the Miami having having the trouble, it sure looks like two is not going to play, and who even knows about? Uh, I think Teddy Bridgewater actually broke a broke a finger but Miami is still alive so they are good they're gonna have motivation to win to make the playoffs where the Jets are out so I just gotta imagine that their motivation isn't gonna be there so uh, that that that's why I'm going with the Dolphins because I just think they're gonna they're gonna want it a little more this is gonna come down to which team respects their coach more it, like do you want this coach to be here next year I, I don't know if it's quite that serious for Miami but I, I do think for the Jets at least if you win this game, I think you, you silence a little bit of the conversation going into the off season, especially saying, Hey, look, we, we beat Miami. We beat that team, that team that was beating us earlier. We, we beat them now. 
so be it with whatever quarterback. So I, I'm going with the Jets on that one. I don't feel great about it. This is this is not going to be a fun game to watch here. This is going to come down to some field goal kicking that's, that's could go in, could not go in. Uh, you know, if it gets a little windy down there in Miami, who knows? Uh, I don't, I, I don't know, I don't know. That's not, a, that's not going to be the the number one playoff game of the of the week here. All right, next matchup, also not the prettiest game here. We got the Carolina Panthers at the New Orleans Saints. Uh sure, I'll take the Saints. Like I don't feel, I don't feel good about it. But I guess they won last week, and the Carolina almost beat Tampa. But Tampa's, I, I still don't think Tampa's that good. And I'm not sure if the Saints are great either. But they, they might be a little bit better than the Panthers. And I'll end it there. This is this is a wasted conversation. None of this matters, right? Like, who you got? Yep, Saints because they're at home. All right, last uh, next game here: Cleveland Browns at the Pittsburgh Steelers. The Browns got a little sneaky last week, but you know Pittsburgh ends up finding a way to win this against the Baltimore ugly game. I think they got something to still play for and something to prove here. I'll, I'll take Pittsburgh at home. I've also gone Pittsburgh. They have a chance at the playoffs. Like we said before, the Cleveland Browns do not. So I just got to imagine a team that has a chance to make the playoffs is just going to play harder and not let a team that has nothing to play for steal it away from them. All right, Los Angeles Chargers at the Denver Broncos. I thought Russ had his best game of the year last week and still didn't win, so that, that maybe says a little bit of something there. But I also thought the Chargers were going to charge her, and they didn't. They tried to. Well, they say they always try to to some degree. But I don't what are you talking about? They won by 20 points. Yeah, they try to. <laughs> they I, it wasn't like instant it's slow all right anytime they blow them out it's like yeah we really had control of this game i was like yeah as a charger fan were you worried relaxed after the first quarter whether you're up down or anything it's like there's there, there's no way to relax on this team i i couldn't imagine being a fan where it's like at any point this could combust this could break or this could blow up into an awesome offense when it works it's great but i'm on edge on this team all the time i, I they're not gonna have to be on edge this upcoming week they'll take care of denver on the road Denver, Denver's done. Like they got nothing to play for. The coach is fired. I, I thought that a little bit more effort with the backup coach, but this isn't that backup coach first game energy. That, that's not coming back. So I'll, I'll take the Chargers on the road. Who you got? Yeah, give me the Chargers. This is a get right game before going into the playoffs. All right, next game: New York Giants at the Philadelphia Eagles. I think we're still with the Minshew quarterback for this game. I haven't heard anything otherwise. Uh. I'm not sure how, how much this is going to matter for either of these teams. Do the Eagles need to win? Do the Giants need to win? Do you, like, is this, this is Do you more, want me to tell you? Is this more positioning? Yeah, go ahead. The, tell me. Uh, the, the Giants clinched uh, the playoffs last week. Uh, I don't think that they can move around, so they're, they're, they're just in. But the Eagles still have a chance to get the, uh, the, the first round bye. I did pick the Eagles. I did. I don't want to pick the Giants. I, did, I just. I. I think I. I won enough picks this week, this year. You know, picking against the Eagles. I'm gonna pick with them this week. I. I just hope Minshew plays better. I was very excited. I thought he has. He has a really good opportunity here. He's got a good team around him. He's got good coaching. He's got. He's just. This is a good opportunity, and it, he can't have another game like he had last week, or nobody's ever gonna give him another chance again. Or at least they're, they're not gonna give him. They're not going to be nearly excited versus if he had a great game this this upcoming week or any of these weeks, and then it's like next year, who knows? You know, it's like maybe this guy's a starting guy. You give him all the right pieces, and it turns into this. But if he's the guy he was last week, man, that's a uh, it just wasn't good. That that was a miss for sure. Uh, I got Philly. Who you got? I'm going with the Eagles. I think Hertz is going to be back. I think uh, he probably could have played last week, but they were hoping to get away with not having to play him. But I think you play him this week. They're uh, they're going to jump all over the Giants and just make sure that they very much have that first round bye and can ease on into the, the, the second week of the playoffs. Cause uh, you, you, if you have the opportunity, you know, take it now and not have to worry about it. Uh, the first round of the playoffs. All right. Next game, Arizona Cardinals at the San Francisco 49ers. I will take the Niners Brock Purdy, man. I don't know when he's going to lose a game. It seems like it might be a little bit, but he's not losing this week. Who you got? Uh, this is going to be the Christian McCaffrey uh, victory tour. Uh, that is my lock of the week. Ooh, good one. I, I actually, I don't even know if I did a lock. That that would be a good one. It's just I can't imagine Arizona winning that one. All right, next game, Los Angeles Rams at the Seattle Seahawks. I think the Seahawks still got a little bit of life left. I think they need a little bit of help for them to actually get in. But it is in their best interest that they win. Rams got nothing to play for. I think it's a hard place to play. I don't know what the Rams quarterback, running back, any of the positions are going to be. I imagine a lot of backups will be in there. 
Uh, so I'll take Seattle at home. Who you got? I'm also going Seattle at home. Dallas Cowboys at the Washington Commanders. I'll take the Cowboys on the road. I've tried. I've tried to bet on the Commanders. I've tried. This doesn't seem like the week that they're suddenly going to do it. I think they're eliminated. I know you never want to lose to the Cowboys, but I think the Cowboys are just a better team that even if they don't even, even if they mail this in to some degree, I think they'll beat the Commanders. I think they're just that much better. And uh, yeah, I'll take Dallas on the road. Who you got? Yep, give me give me Dallas. They can still. Uh, I think they might have like the widest range of outcomes, whether they're could move up to, uh, to to the one seed or whether they would fall to the fifth seed. So uh, I, I think they're going to get their act together and get, get, get the win over the, the the Rams, who have to be on the, the list of most disappointing teams this year. All right, last game of the week, Sunday night. No Monday night game. We've got some college football coming up on that. The Detroit Lions at the Green Bay Packers. Green Bay playoff game number two of the year. Got to win. Got to get in. I'm gonna pick the Packers because really, are you gonna pick? You're gonna pick Goff over Aaron Rodgers? I, I feel like this is just like last week. This is a trap game here where the Detroit Lions have had some success. They've put up some points. The offense is for sure there, but Rodgers is gonna cut up this this defense, and I don't think he's gonna have a hard time doing it. I also think he just d- these guys, Brady and Rodgers, nothing is gonna make them happier this year than to show everybody, hey, watch this, and then he just gets into the playoffs like this. Just hold my beer, I'm in. Now anything, now, right in. now anything can happen. And even if it doesn't happen, it's like, hey, you know what? It was all a mess. It was all a whole bunch of drama. But you know what? I got in. Jared Goff didn't get in. Blah, blah, blah. Didn't get in. All of these guys you picked, whatever, they didn't get in. I got in. It didn't look like we were going to get in. Well, we got a chance to get in. And I don't think they're going to blow it. I, I just This is a playoff game. And I think the Packers are going to win this playoff game. I've went with Detroit for so many of the past weeks, and I want to give them some love. But this is very much like last week. Like, is Goff going to be... Aaron Rodgers in a playoff game. What do you think? I don't think so. I think the Packers are going to win. I also believe that the Lions could be eliminated before the game starts. So uh, I think it might uh, there might be some like demoralizing when you go from hey win we make the playoffs to well win I guess we ruin Green Bay's. Uh, oh, I night. think I think they want to ruin Green Bay's night, but I'm not sure if they're even good enough to do that. I think they wish they were. And the, depending on the the early outcome, I think it'll decide on like, ah, oh, yeah, we didn't try, we mailed it in, or no, 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 we we want this one to hell with Green Bay. I'm sick of Rodgers. Let's just if we can end one more year of this, let's end it. So I I do think there's a little extra juice in that. Uh, out of curiosity, just for the tiebreaker of the last week here, how many points do you think will be scored in the last game? Fifty. Yeah, I said forty-eight. All right, yeah. So that that'll be a, <laughs> that's not the tiebreaker I'm hoping for. Oh, <laughs> that's, that's wait a minute. That's weird. Oh, we got one more game. Did you see what? Yeah. No. Do we miss a game? It says uh, Bucks uh, Falcons. Is uh, apparently I can't make that pick. I can only pick the score. No, we picked that one. I picked the Falcons. You picked. Uh, you picked Brady. Yeah, well, I'm saying That's that. Why, weird. Why? Why in my app though? All right, never mind. This is this is this is not good podcast content. All right, ESPN. No, but. Usually, usually the the tiebreaker is the total score of the the Monday night game. It's the last game of the week. Yeah, this isn't good. I need to I need to rethink that. Uh, one. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to go back and take a look at that. I assumed it was the tiebreaker. It was the the score of the Detroit Green Bay game. Well, I am not gonna give you the benefit of knowing the tiebreaker score of this game now because this is this, this is not gonna be 48. I know that. I know Buccaneers Falcons is not gonna be 48. Yeah, I have to I have to adjust that. All right. Uh, well, those are our picks, and the results will be in next week. And I, I don't are know. The, is is this the week with the, with the biggest amount of uh, differences? I think just like the past couple of weeks, we've we've gone very very similar, except for maybe a couple of matchups. But this one felt like almost half the slate we were different. There's still there's still time to make some uh, tinkering here. You know, I know you haven't made any adjustments. I I have made some midweek adjustments. None of my midweek adjustments throughout the entire season have been winners. They have all been losers. So. Perhaps it's a, it's been my best instinct to not make any changes, but I can't promise anything like that. I this week's gonna be wild. I've, as soon as I find out who is starting and who's not starting for a couple teams, I think that'll be a, an interesting factor. The schedule thing will be also another thing to keep an eye on. Like you said, there may be some teams that find out a little bit early that this isn't gonna go their way and that they may make some uh, adjustments mid-game. Uh, all right, speaking of making adjustments mid-game, college, it happened. Oof. It was a hell of it's actually a hell of a college uh, first round here a little bit of uh, some drama. I 
did watch some of it. I'm not a huge fan. I, you know, I, I guess the scoring's good, and I watch some of these garbage scoring NFL games, and there is a little bit of relief when I watch college, and it's like I can set, count on a little, little steady scoring going on. The the comebacks though, they're very much like <laughs> like NBA comebacks where you know 20 points. I don't think is you know what it once was in the NBA, and I don't think any any lead is really safe in any of these college games, and I think that that's what really makes it exciting. Uh, the TCU game, I thought that was awesome, and then the Ohio State one was. Uh, I mean, you know, that was just a little frustrating to stay up that late for that and to, to get that kind of a dud of a finish. I, I, it's depending on who you're with. Maybe it was an excellent finish. Uh, you you want to recap some of the games? Sure, uh, but I'll start you off with a with a question. The uh, the first game was TCU Michigan started. I don't know. Said it was going to start at four. Probably started like close to four thirty. Uh, so you know, kind of kind of middle of the afternoon. You know, you, you don't have to worry about anything New Year's really related to too much yet. Uh, everyone kind of thought, hey, Michigan's been rolling all year. They're going to take care of TCU. There was a lot of TCU doesn't even belong here. They they were undefeated, but then they lost in the in in their championship game. Then the game gets going and. Michigan tries the Philly special on fourth down, doesn't get it. Then they fumble. They were looked like they scored a touchdown. They said it was down at you know the six inch line. The next play they fumble it. So two chances that were pretty much you would have just assumed were touchdowns. Fourteen points, zeros. So TCU takes the lead, but you're thinking, hey, it's just a matter of time before Michigan kind of takes takes care of this. So it was right around then that I, uh, you know, I got a hold of you. And so you started watching. What percentage of this game would you say you watched? Uh, the second half, like entirely. Second half, so like 50, like 50%. Yeah, I, I, I was, I was, it was on before that, but I, I wasn't really paying attention until the second half. And yeah, then, no, and then, that's fine. And then even in the second half, it was, it was kind of like the comeback was, it was kind of starting and then it really started to get going or right, I was, I was in a little bit more then. All right. I, I, like when it yeah. was really, when it was like, Oh, Michigan really feels like they're going to kind of get back in this. And then the next thing you know, it's like, I mean, I, they got like 50 points. Like this is, this is crazy. And it, it was very much there. It was, it was a game kind of at the end. I'll, I'll, I'll give you that. Yeah, very, very high scoring. There were 44 combined points in the third quarter and it was all over the place. All getting scored in all sorts of different ways. Very exciting back and forth. All right, I guess it wasn't really back and forth. It was, Michigan getting a little closer and TCU almost even like kind of like held them at arms like you know a little, little stiff arm every time but definitely got closer down to the end there was even uh, probably a targeting penalty that should have been called at the end but I think the the you know the referees and everyone just kind of realized like hey TCU won this game let's not extend this uh, you know with this kind of subjective call so that game is absolutely wild all right then we go I, we, we, into the I, next game I want to talk about the hit I did Okay, I got no. All right, the targeting. I think we we haven't entirely defined what's cool and what's not cool. What wasn't cool about this is that they they reviewed it, and I feel like if you <laughs> don't even look at it, like it's it's fine. Like it, it was almost felt like you looked more guilty for looking at it and then ignoring it versus and if you just ignoring ign- it. Then yeah. if you just ignored it, it would have been like, look, that they, they didn't. Nobody brought up the the reason to review it. It didn't feel like there was a justified reason to review it. But they took the time to go look at it. Which for me was even more like, and now you kind of have to call it. Like you slow it down, it always looks bad. It's the definition of it always. all. And and I w- I, w- I was happy that they didn't. I was happy with the result of it. I was pissed with the execution of it because it was like, don't review it at all. Just just let the ref blow the game dead and say, I'm not going to the booth. It's over. Because there was was there not like a pause there where they keep showing this replay and the refs are going over there. And then they come back out. And they're yeah. like, there will be no other call. And it's like, well. What what I just I would have rathered that I could have slept a little bit better knowing with that because it feels it, it it was targeting like I I wouldn't have been shocked by it I did you like were you shocked that they didn't throw the flag I I, th- I thought I was gonna I thought I was gonna be targeting I thought there was gonna be one more one last play I'm not saying anything would have happened there but I, I just I didn't like that they they took the time to do that all right anyways next game also fun fun game ba- we're back and forth all right we're we're, we're doing drama there's 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 scoring happening again like i don't don't know how else to describe college football beyond there's there's scoring happening (laughs) there's points going on the board and now do you think you would have watched the because i think last week i'd asked you hey are you gonna watch either of these games and you kind of gave like a soft like well i guess like if something's going on and something was going on in that first game so you said you watched probably the second half based on how that game went how much of the the second game did you watch i watched pretty much everything I had like one eye open for that missed field goal, which was like then I was awake after it. Like that woke me up. 
Or it was kind of like... So I, the I, mist woke you up. The mist woke me up. I, I was... Okay. <laughs> I was like ready for bed up to that point. I was holding on by a thread. It'd been a long day. It, it's This game just felt like it was never going to end. And and then finally, just it just comes to an end like that. As, as well as it just felt like the, the result of it was going to be the way it was going to be. And then it just doesn't happen. It's... I, I, I'm so glad college, I, college kickers man I'm so glad I'm not nearly as invested into all this and it's just pure pressure right like there's no misexecution here he just misses right like this isn't like the snap yeah. was bad or you know they no, just just it missed windy. it this wasn't this wasn't a miss either where you know it was within target it was within range this this was a shank wasn't this went even close and it was from the immediate start that it wasn't going to be far enough and it wasn't even you just be know immediately it was no good went completely the other way and it was funny that that that's what like woke me up of being like oh that's a terrible feeling like i i want to like like if you're the rest of the team too it's like all right you did everything you can like what more do you do this everything in the book says you give it to the kicker here there's no other play to win the game to win the game like, you go to go to the national championship I'm just so glad I'm not nearly invested into this as, as everyone else. I know you're you're not a Buckeye guy by any means either, but it's uh it's 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 an exciting sport and it's it's a lot of drama when it ends that way. Let me ask you this. I had uh, a lot of fun. There's been a lot of complaints and well well deserved, you know, since they've been doing the college playoff that well, a lot of these are blowouts. Okay. I mean, it's it's two standalone games. I mean that could happen. I mean that happens in the NFL all of the time. That you know, hey, it's Monday night. It's supposed to be a great game. Turns into a dud. But you have the two games, and especially they're on New Year's Eve. You know, it's on Saturday. There are a ton of other things to do. And even if it wasn't New Year's Eve, we live in a, in the digital age of I don't want to watch this anymore. I can like on demand have like any TV show in history and put it on. If the game's no good. Turn it off. Go do something else. Like, I don't know. No one's forcing you to sit and watch it if it's not exciting. But both of those games throughout the entire time were very exciting. Very exciting. That was five hours. or That was seven hours of just awesome television, awesome football, awesome sports. Right. This is really the only sport where I, I hear this conversation talked about. Actually, I suppose college basketball, you hear this as well. But a little, a little bit more in football where do you think the better teams won? Georgia was definitely better than Ohio State coming in. Uh, uh, it, people thought Michigan was better, but I, I, I like TCU. I, th- I thought TCU. So I, I think you could argue with that one a little bit. And then you could even have the argument of, well, Alabama wasn't even playing, so the best team didn't even, you know, wasn't even part of this. So that's why you play the games. You have to win the games, and that'll get you to the playoffs, and you have to win those to get that. That's how sports works. Uh, yeah, you heard it here first, guys. Uh the, t- the college football tournament is just better without Alabama. You heard it here first from Zach Bishop. Definitely. <laughs> That's for sure. It is better. It, Much better. No, it, was, it was exciting. I, I hope I hope that we're rewarded with some better games. I'm worried that those may be the best games we get all year. The only thing I know that's encouraging is that the NFL playoffs will be here very soon, next week, after this week, and then, you know, I, I don't really need to worry about this college stuff anymore. I do need to start worrying about the college basketball season, of which, you know, Bats and gambles and, and, and consequences, are, they're all lined up for us. They're all, they're all coming up around the corner here. Uh, I don't know when I'm going to finally do mine. We're getting so much rain this week. I'm, I'm con- contemplating maybe completing the punishments of last year of going skiing shirtless downhill. But uh, it's, uh, I, it's not that I, I – I just don't want to waste a lift ticket on a bad ski day. It's not, it's not even like, oh, maybe it'll be warmer. I, mean, I don't know. It, I think it'll be uh, fun. The rain – Rain does not sound fun. Rain doesn't sound fun. It also sounds like just bad skiing. Like, sure, I get the bed over with, but that, I don't know. I, I'm hoping to get a little bit oh, more you fun. You want to have a fun day. Kind of want to have a fun day. So uh, we got that lined up, and, man, March is coming up. We're in the new year. I I, I was so worried about the date. The, the January dates for the podcast, the first four weeks, are just so so challenging. The 2023, I think I got it. I'm totally not going to get every week. If you go back and listen to the last years or any of the past years, I guarantee I've messed up the year for sure. But so far, good start to the year. Uh, we got like 30 seconds to talk basketball. Brooklyn's won 11 in a row. Celtics defense is apparently unable to stop Denver. You could talk about one of those three teams for a minute. Uh, just the Nets <laughs> just keep, seem, seem to keep on keep on winning, and that uh, that, that that's not the best. Uh, I don't take too much uh, stock. No, not not a lot of panic on losing uh, in Denver. You got to play in the in the altitude, and Denver is uh, the best team in the West. 
so we would like that to be a, a little bit better. But with it going against uh, NFL Sunday, uh, I, I'm not too concerned. I, I just thought I was really impressed by Denver's offense. I, I, it does – because if our defense can't stop them, man, I'm not sure there is a defense that's going to stop them. It's, it's much more what I'm getting at. Brooklyn, they seem to be on a mission. Start the countdown right now. When is Kyrie going to do something? He's been silent for way too long. I don't, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what's going to do it, but I wouldn't bet on nothing happening. Something's going to happen, <laughs> right? Like, does that not seem like the good bet? Like, where is that on DraftKings? How, how do I get those I don't know, odds? Maybe, maybe Durant sat, sat him down, and there's some sort of agreement that he's not going to do, quote, something until uh, summertime. All right. Well, thank you, as always, for listening. We will be back next week with our picks and the results of all of those. And, oh, man, I really hope I don't blow this in last week. We'll see. We'll be back. Thank you. column A, little column B.